Hello everyone and welcome to Some Kind of Podcast. This is a podcast where we entertain you by discussing what entertains us. I am this week's host, Cody, and I'm joined by both my lovely co-hosts, Tim. Hello. And Christian. Hey. We're it's all back together again. The returnal of all three of us. You see Whoa. what I did there? I mentioned the game that you talked about last week. That's and also, and also, and also, we'll probably talk about it. That we're all back now after much time apart. Yeah, even though I physically saw you yesterday, Tim. Yeah, well, it's not the same as this. It's not. It's not. It's not. I mean, I guess we're supposed to do this like in person. Um, yeah, it didn't. Like it's fine. To, and but I forgot that I was coming back a day early. Yeah, it's all good. And Christian graduated. I yeah, did. so we want do we want to do the whole EXP grind thing? Sure. Yeah, that's that. Hey, that, we're you, already doing oh, EXP grind right now. Christian, what did you do this week? I graduated. <laughs> yeah. uh, From nothing. Co-op? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not that that's entertainment related at all, but it's, uh, it's a milestone in my personal life. So I'm going to share it anyway. Um, it also means that I've actually got more time to devote towards you know this stuff now. So that's also good. somewhat you know relevant to this, just not on the podcast like hearing and more on like the back end. Yeah, yeah. No, now, now I'm actually able to do the job that I initially signed up for when we started doing this, which was actually taking on the social media and uh, advert promo marketing stuff, which I have not had time to do uh, yeah. between school and uh, obliterating my knee. So, yeah. Well, to be fair, it's all good. You, know, you can do it now. So use that, put that PR degree to work. Yep. Yeah. Come Tuesday, I'm not ma- graduate. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not making the post on Tuesday. It's all you, bud. Yeah. Congratulations. You graduated. Nope. You make post now. Yeah. That's your prize. You get to make the Facebook post. <laughs> All right. That's fair. What else did you do to um, graduate? I haven't played a ton of games. Uh, I watched Cody play a little bit of Resident Evil just because I was curious about all the hype. Uh, I play, went back and played one of the only few of the Telltale games I never played, which was the Batman one. Um, and that's kind of it. Uh, we've been casually rewatching Community as like a late night, re- late night relief from being stressed out during the day, get it going through finals. And that's kind of it. Um, I'm hoping to over the next few weeks kind of catch up on some games and play more of my backlog that has accrued over the past few months. So I didn't realize this until I saw you make a post on it the other day. I didn't realize that there was a friends reunion happening. Yeah, uh, the day before your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got real bummed out, though, because I thought it was like, you know, the first new episode of Friends and, you know, however long. And it's not. It's no. essentially just like, I guess, like an interview yeah, episode. It, it's, like... it's like the last oh, episode of The Office where they're, not... where they're like all on stage. Like, it's like a panel. That's not as cool. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. Never mind. I'm, I'm, sure, all... I'm sure they'll do like a little skit or something. To like, never mind. Yeah, but it's. I'll still watch it, but never mind. It is. It is a reunion, not a reboot. Is it called the one where we come together but don't record a show? Yeah, probably. Yeah, something. You know, all the Friends episodes have like 
the one with one, blah, yeah, blah, the blah. one with the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one with the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> You're sure those aren't the names. <laughs> I know. They're not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you guys? What have you been up to? Well, Sorry, go ahead. Work. Uh, and briefly, I, I have played more of Returnal. Um, and to be honest, I feel like my opinion, like, gradually gets better and better on this game um i think it's a contender for uh game of the year yeah called a game of the year contender when i talked to you yesterday yeah uh what what i initially like my gripe was like you know it didn't explain any kind of story it was just like all right you're in space and then you crash on a planet good luck like that's sort of how the game starts but, like, the story that unfolds as you go is really good. And it's really trippy. Uh, yeah. So, like, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but, like, yeah, it, it's worth the challenge. Yeah, so, I mean, I think most roguelike games, um, like, as a series or as a, um, you know, genre, kind of just start you off. And you're like, hey, you're this person, thing, character, spirit, whatever. Go do your thing, and you're going to die a a lot, and then you're slowly going to accrue abilities and enhancements that will allow you to actually finish the game once you've died probably 100-plus times. Yeah, the only difference in this and other roguelite that I've seen is that you don't really retain anything from your previous run. Don't you get like perks though? Or like you enhance like, like at least like your character's health and like, um, you don't keep any of that. No, no. The only thing there are, there's a select like handful of permanent suit upgrades that you hold on to. Um, and it's usually just like things that let you traverse the world. Like it's like, uh, the thing, like you get a, an object that'll let you teleport. Or an object that'll let you, like, grapple across a distance. Um, Or, like, a a sword to for your melee ability. Like, those things you keep. But as far as weapons, um, health upgrades, weapon proficiency, uh, any kind of buff, anything, anything like that you lose when you die. Interesting. And you have to, you start from scratch every time. I know the most uh, experience, like, person I have with any sort of roguelike game is with Dead Cells. And, like, in that game, you start off in, like, the initial lobby where you have, like, all these bubble-looking things that, like, every time you go through and you unlock, and it's, like, one increases speed, one gives you a different perk where you can, like, double jump or double roll. Um, but then, like, you start off the game and you, like, choose one bait. You have, they give you a randomized weapon to start off with. And it's, you know, very basic or whatever. But whatever enhanced guns, weapons that you pick up along the way, you always lose those when you die. So Yeah, I mean, that, that aspect is the same. Uh, when you die, you get a randomized pistol uh, to start. Like, it'll it'll just be your, your basic pistol, but then it'll have some random perk and alternate fire mode. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's really it. Yeah. Um, because any, any weapons you pick up along the way, you lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can only hold one gun at a time. 
Okay, so you can, don't have like you know a sidearm and like a, a main gun or anything. No, you have your sword when you eventually find it, and your your gun. That's it. Okay. Um, but I I I highly recommend this game. Like it is truly a game of the year contending game. And I keep forgetting this is a PlayStation Five exclusive, right? It is. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not on anything else. And that's pretty cool. I mean, like, I feel like the uh, it's about time that you know next gen starts building up its exclusive library to make the jump to next gen worth it even more. Yeah, so. the problem is uh, there's still a ton of people that can't get their hands on one. Yeah, and so like I think this is like you know a little bit of like in the news from this past week. You know, we saw the release and unveiling of the next gen uh, PlayStation Five controller, like red yeah. and black versions. And so while that's really cool, yeah, they both look super cool, and I'm excited for it, and I'm totally getting the red one. Uh, I pre-ordered the red one. Yeah, uh, but, like, it, it, it's also kind of a slap in the face to, like, consumers as a whole, because it's, like, most people are still struggling to get the damn console. Yeah. And so, like, to have, like, new versions of controllers or, like, you know, PlayStation 5 exclusive rolling out. Returnal just came out. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart's about to come out yeah. um, next month. That PS5 exclusive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So is um, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrated. Mind you that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's I'm I'm happy they're building up like you know more and more reasons to get excited about next gen, but like I, I just hope they find a way to actually meet the demand. Well, it's... and I, I, we might have briefly talked about it. I mean, there there were rumors, and Sony has publicly acknowledged that like they know that they're having production issues like COVID definitely didn't help. Like they had a plan and then COVID was a big wrench in the machine. And, um, it's really hard for them to produce. Um, I think it's the AMD chip and, um, the, uh, the internal like heat sink. Mm-hmm. Um, so there has been apparently talk of a PS five redesign yeah, I think you mentioned it in that briefly last week. And if anyone missed that, it it would essentially it would probably look different. Um but it won't be a PlayStation 5 Pro. It will still just be a PlayStation 5. It just might have a slightly more updated processing chip. And while that's upsetting for everyone that has a PS5 now, including us, um, it really would be negligible. Like I don't really care. It doesn't bother me. It, at, mm. at most, it would be like certain games would have a slightly higher frame rate. But even then, like if it's locked at sixty, you're not going to care. Like you won't notice. I've never been one of those people that's like, well, the frame rate yeah, is really I, off. I, I think most people that don't subscribe to the elitist world of gaming um, mm-hmm. aren't going to care at all. I mean, I would argue if you're committing to your main gaming platform of choice being a console and not PC, you're by default probably excluding yourself from that category anyway. Uh, I know some Xbox people that are um, like refuse to get the PS5 or even look in its direction because the Xbox Series X is just superior in every way. And we call those people virgins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Uh, Anyway... um, 
Yeah, th- there's elitists in every. I mean, there's elitist Sony pl- um, players. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, it is what it is, and like the whole like PC Master Race. I mean, thing, let's be fair. We're a little bit of elitist PS5 players. I mean, I've owned an Xbox, and I. And I mean, I own an Xbox right yeah. now, Kurt. And to be honest, like if Christian owned one once upon once upon a time too. Yeah. If if someone were to like offer me a Series X, I wouldn't turn it down. You know what I mean? Like. I played. Whatever, man. I saw one, and I was like, "Is that the Series X?" And I was like, "He's like, yep." And I was like, "It's very square." Yeah. I, uh... Back in the day, the first time I ever got uh, an Xbox One for like the brief period I had it, it was because Sunset Overdrive, made yeah. by Insomniac, came out, and I was like, "I have to play that game." So I literally got the console, played the game, had the console for like a couple months, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't want this anymore," and then got rid of it. And fun fact, also, like this past week in the news, uh, PlayStation and Insomniac bought the Sunset Overdrive IP uh, from Xbox. Yeah. So I think that's hinting at the fact that we might see a uh, revamp of the original and probably a sequel coming to PlayStation. Yeah, there's either going to be a um, remake. uh, You couldn't see the air quotes I just did there, um, which is essentially just an HD retexture or... um, a reboot of the series as a whole um, or we'll just get a sequel i could see them doing a sequel and then just doing kind of like what insomniac did with uh miles morales spider-man just like giving you the first one for free yeah. and like maybe a, like a little bit of a higher upgrade yeah of quality um, maybe uh, if it weren't for the fact that it's the only system my roommate has i would sell my xbox one i don't play it yeah i mean there's games that I would play if I had an Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. but Halo. The, the, the thing is, like, I can play all those games on my PC. True. Because, like, even when things are exclusive to Xbox, they're not really exclusive to Xbox because it's owned by Microsoft. So you can just play it on a PC. Um, is that true for all of them? Yeah. I like played even like Gears of War. Halo, I played all the all Gears of War and Halo games on my PC. Okay. Um. So, I mean, you can even get Xbox Game Pass for your PC. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn an Xbox down. It's just I prefer Sony's uh, user interface for the most part. Like, I think Xbox has always tried to make theirs a little too complicated for the sake of like. I don't know, just putting stuff in stuff, you know what I mean? Like, they got, like, folders and all kinds of nonsense that I feel like is super extra. Um, no. But I, I'm not going to, like, hate on Xbox players or PC players. Like, it's like if you're playing on a PC... I am. Oh, well. <laughs> just kidding. I'm like, just kidding. The whole I'm PC kidding. Master Race thing is, is so dumb to me because, like, I, of course your PC is better than my PlayStation. Your PC costs, like, $4,000. Well, especially several years after, like, a, a console has come out. Right. You, know I mean? like, yeah, you can also upgrade your PC. You can upgrade your PC. Like, if I wanted to, I could go buy, you know, a GTX 3090 and stick it in my PC, and then, oh, all of a sudden, it's a million times better than your PS5. Like, that's, that's <laughs> you get what you pay for. Actually, hate like no, hate's a strong word. I am annoyed by uh, PCs and Master Race player. Like every time, like I'm always like, 
Oh, yeah, I play games. and like, oh, what do you play? I'm like, oh, I have PlayStation 4 now and 5. Yeah. Like, oh, PC's the best. I'm like, I didn't ask your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't, uh, you didn't ask me about you asked me a question, I answered it, yeah. and then your response was PCs and Master Race. Like you were waiting yeah. to say that yeah, comment. That's I mean, that's why they asked the question. Yeah. Because it was either gonna be PC Master Race or like PC Master Race fist bump. Like, you know, it, Yeah. I also have a life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um yeah. Not saying that the people that are PCs and Master Race don't have lives, but I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You know the person I'm talking about. If you're listening. You know the person I'm talking about. And if you're listening and you don't know the person that I'm talking about, you're probably the person. You're the person I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> and I would care if that I offended you, but I don't. <laughs> God. Um, Somebody alienate our listeners, right? Yeah. Um, hey, you asked me what I did to. to, to I was Brian. literally just about to ask you what uh, what you did this week. Well, um, I feel like I've been nonstop since you and I recorded that one podcast many moons ago. Yeah. Um, where we were our Final Fantasy characters. Because right after that, like two days later, I went on vacation, which is why I wasn't here last week. I uh, went up north to Pennsylvania to see my families after 15 some odd months of not being able to do anything. Probably yeah. hadn't seen them since like a couple months before. I think I went up there in like October of 2019, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So just before pandemic. Um, so yeah, went up there. It was, um, I mean, if you ever been on vacation where you're going to see family, it's exactly like you thought it was going to be. Um, you know, it was a good time overall, but it's family. So with family comes family drama. Yeah. It was minuscule, but you know, it's still there. Uh, uh, yeah. Every I came back, got it. back down, back down below the Mason Dixon line, back to North Kakalaki. And uh, there's a gas shortage, which is fun. Yeah. Because a bunch of idiots decided to buy hundreds of gallons worth of gas. When everyone said, please don't buy hundreds of gallons worth of gas. And then they did anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's the toilet paper thing. Like it, yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to get into it because it's no, political. We don't have like, to, but it, don't yeah, know. people are dumb. Stop bulk buying. That's not even a political statement. People are just dumb. Yeah, people are people are stupid. If if you bought all the toilet paper and all and the, the gas, gas. I, I I hate you. I, I don't I feel know like they're the same you. people. The yeah. bought all the toilet paper, bought all the gas. Well, the same well people. I think the same people that bought the toilet paper are the 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 morons that were putting gas in grocery bags oh for sure for sure any who's it's uh found gas hung out with cody for a little bit amongst some other friends didn't get to see christian hung out with steven uh, oh, you did? yeah well i i saw him at work i'm oh, counting okay. <laughs> yeah i okay. sat it's... i sat and talked to him for like an hour so like i'm counting it yeah yeah uh, thanks to the gas shortage, we weren't able to uh yeah fully he wasn't able with to come him. hang out with yeah. Us. And obviously, you know, you're in Missouri, so not for long. Yeah. I was say you still moving back? I am. Okay, cool. Good. Anyway, um, so I did that and then I drove home today and I'm now doing this podcast. So I legitimately from the last podcast I recorded till today, I've been pretty much going nonstop. So I'm beat. I'm tired. I think I'm a little nasally because 
weird allergy things and not being on a weird sleeping schedule because my parents get up at five o'clock in the morning uh and i don't do that um but what i got i, I will say that when i was on vacation um i watched a couple things uh mainly because when i first got back to north kakalaki i couldn't go nowhere yeah because uh, i had driven from uh where i'm at to charlotte and was like on a quarter tank of gas uh so watch I, I binge watched the queen's gambit i don't know if you guys have heard, heard of that or watched i've heard of it heard yeah of it, it's on netflix it. right yeah it's seven episodes long it's really good um it's about chess sort of um sort of <laughs> well it's about it's what's about the girl that plays chess but it's about chess too um it's really good i'd recommend it it's only seven episodes long yeah. They are like an hour a piece, though, so they're longer episodes. But like, there's only seven of them, um, and that's the end of it because it was a limited series. Oh. Um, it was really good, though. I, I highly liked it. My mom put me on it, so it was good. Um, if you need something to watch, it's just like a one-off like thing, you can probably binge like a day or two. Yeah, I cool. Recommend checking it out. Uh, and I started Better Call Saul. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. I mean, you do that for a while. Yeah, and I'm actually, like, in the middle of season two. Very cool. Very so, um, it's different from Breaking Bad. Um, less, uh, you can start Breaking Bad action-y. Y'all watch, uh, you watch Breaking Bad, Cody, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you have, Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched Breaking Bad, like, four times. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorite shows. Um. I just hate yeah. Skyler. Anyway, yeah. not to better call about Saul that. is better in some ways because there's not Skyler in the show. Yeah. Um, but like, it's cool because like there's certain like characters that are in Breaking Bad that are crossovers, and I think now in season two, I've finally gotten a timeline of where Better Call Saul is in terms of Breaking Bad because it starts before Breaking Bad. Uh, and it's supposed to take place before, during, and after Breaking Bad. So season one, I think, takes place majority before um, the events start for Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I finally in season two, they dropped like a hint of where they're at in the Breaking Bad show. I got you. Um, which is right at the beginning. So Yeah, I need to watch it. It's it's always been on my list. It's just... um, You know, it's really good. Um Bob Odenkirk is, you know, is normally known for his comedic roles. Um, and while, um, I don't know if it, I don't want to spoil this. It's not really much of a spoiler because you find out within the first minutes of the episode that like Saul Goodman is not Bob Odenkirk's character's real name. Yeah, no, I think I knew that. Yeah, I don't know if they, I don't remember if they said it in Breaking Bad, but his real name is just Jimmy McGill. Uh, uh, Jim- I might have said that during the show, and I thought it was a joke. Like I thought he was kidding because, like you know, no, Jimmy McGill, yeah. like it sounds like a fake name. <laughs> no, like his real name is Jimmy McGill. Saul Goodman comes from it's all good man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Saul Goodman. Um, no, uh, Jimmy McGill is a hilarious character, but he, uh, Bob Odenkirk also does a really good job of playing the serious role. So I want to see that movie that he just did. That's like John Wick. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see it too. It looks like it was really good. Yeah. Um, do you, yeah, you watch any uh, more Critical Role? Well, I listen, listen to Critical Role um, because, you know, 
bring up YouTube when you're trying to go through the mountains of West Virginia isn't the easiest thing to do. <laughs> I don't know how people in West Virginia watch anything. West Virginia. <laughs> Maybe they just don't because they're from West Virginia. And I don't know anybody in West Virginia listens to this podcast. Hey, so man, West Virginia's up and coming. They they just got a national park. Did they really? Yeah. Um, I've already forgotten the name of it, but it's now the 63rd National Park. All right. We're going to call it West Virginia National Park. <laughs> um, it's the only thing there. It's the only thing there. Yeah, it's really There's the only thing there. Anyway, mountains and the wonderful lights. That's all it's there. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah, I listen to more critical role. Um I'm on episode thirty nine, okay. I think. I listened to like five episodes because it's an eight hour drive to, Pit- yeah. to Pittsburgh from Charlotte. Um so I listened to like two on the way up and two on the way down. Um the one episode 39, I finish. I didn't finish because you told me that it's not quite finished, but I thought I finished Percy's storyline arc. But yeah, I think the, yeah, I don't know. It, his, I feel like all their storylines sort of continue. Like, I feel like obviously, like, the bulk of his is done. Yeah. It's just like there are some loose ends that need to be tied off. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, one episode thirty nine. Um, Sweet, it's going good. Getting into some scaling territory. I uh, love Sam Regal. It's not spoil. It's not a spoiler alert because you know it's five years old at this point. Even long, even more probably at this six. point. Maybe six. Yeah, found a daughter. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Kaylee. Uh, Kaylee, yeah. yeah, Kaylee, yeah. Anyway, so I'm watching that, and I and then kind of cheated a little bit. Um. And I watched the first episode of, of uh, Campaign 2 just because oh, nice. I wanted to know the characters' names. Yeah. I just wanted to know what their names were. I was like, I'm tired of like not knowing who they play in the next campaign. Yeah. So I, I watched like the first hour of the first campaign just to... It's pretty good. The- I love their characters in Campaign 2. I can see them being like really um, flamboyant, if that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Jester seems like she's going to be hilarious. Jester is hilarious. Uh, yeah, not. I like hilarious. I like Ford, dude. F- they, there's so many Ford jokes, <laughs> in like the first few episodes. Yeah, like he gets a horse and he's like, "Is it a Mustang?" <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm I'm really enjoying it and watching the first little bit of campaign two really wanted to make me finish campaign one. Yeah. So. No, if anything, I, it has renewed my interest in Critical Role. Yeah, you should definitely finish one before you do two. I am, I am. I just was just like, I was scrolling down, because Campaign 2 comes up before Campaign 1. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to see what their character names are. Yeah. Uh, and I feel, I feel like Campaign 2 a little bit more, because I'll be invested from the story from the beginning, whereas like, you know, they started in the middle of their campaign yeah. in Campaign 1. So, But um, I'm enjoying Campaign 1, don't get me wrong, it's, it's great. And I know that's what their animated series, whenever it comes out, is going to be based upon. So yeah, um, I, I was curious, and sorry, Christian, that we're you haven't watched any of this. Maybe you should go by and watch it. Um, uh, now that I have your time, I might. Um, <laughs> have they run into the crazy blacksmith guy or gunpowder guy? Yeah, yeah. He's um, like Percy bought some gunpowder from. He's in Mon, right? Yeah, yeah, or Vasselheim. Vasselheim. Yeah, yeah. I met him once. He's met him, I met yeah. him once. I, it's by far like my favorite character. Matt does. I like the dude with the maps with the really like nerdy voice. 
It's pretty good. But the, the oh oh also uh, I don't know how it's gonna play out, so don't tell me. But Grog has uh, Craven Edge right now. Yeah, and it's the most hilarious thing right now. Oh, it's great. He just talks to himself basically. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. Yeah, but he's but Grog has low intelligence, so it's stupid. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yes, I've been listening to Critical Role. Um, nice. Um, oh, and when I came back from vacation, I should probably mention that I spent a lot of money on video games. I spent like one hundred and twenty dollars today. Oh, which is like on what? Games. But um, well, I bought, I bought, I bought the. I already had it pre-ordered, but I, I guess I finally, I guess I spent the money when I was on vacation. But I finally downloaded it today, so it felt like I spent it today. Uh, I got the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Oh, nice! Very and, cool. And and pre-ordered and Walker. <laughs> Still need to do it. Uh, do it through PSN or what? You have to. PSN. Yeah, because mm. the only way you can do it. There was a physical copy that came with like a paladin statue, but that thing sold out real yeah, quick. Yeah, it sold out real fast. Um, um, so, but yeah, I ordered, I pre ordered Endwalker solely because when you pre ordered Shadowbringers, they gave you an earring that boosts your EXP up to level 70, and they gave you an earring that boosts your EXP up to level 80. And I'm leveling characters right now, so yeah. why not have the extra 10 levels of EXP boost? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to do that as well. Um, yeah. uh, so, speaking of Final Fantasy um, 14, Fan Fest is happening right now. Okay. Um, is that and, why they dropped all that stuff? Yeah, so they dropped it. About the Bunny Boys and Reaper? <laughs> yep. So, they, uh, they debuted a lot of stuff the other day, uh, including the full cinematic trailer, which is really cool. I haven't seen that. Uh, I think I sent it to you. Um, you might have. This week's been crazy, yeah. so I haven't been, you know. Um, yeah, the trailer's really, really nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, they unveiled the new Melee DPS class, which is Reaper. Edgelord. I mean, Reaper. Yeah, sorry. Edgelord. Uh, Edgelord 2.0, because Dark Knight is Edgelord. Well, Edgelord was, was Reaper yeah. in Overwatch. Well, yeah. So... Um, it's funny that you know it's it's all reciprocal. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy stealing from Blizzard. <laughs> well, Blizzard's not doing anything. Um, Overwatch. Yeah, I th- I feel like Blizzard's just slowly dying. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Anywho. Um. So yeah, the scythe, dual-handed scythe wielding melee class. It has a spirit behind you, like you're a Persona yeah. character. You get, you get you get a cool Persona spirit that can possess you, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty tight. Um, they didn't show off any more of Sage. No, I'm kind of sad that yeah. they didn't. Um, but they you think also... they're going to come out with a new tanking class? There is no new tanking class. You don't think they're going to do one? No. They usually only do two, two new per per expansion. It was. Um, I'm trying to think. So Gunbreaker and Dancer. Breaker and Dancer, and, and then, then before that, it was Samurai and Dark Knight. No, Dark Knight was Heaven's Award. No, you're right. Um, what was it? It was Samurai and something. Do you remember Christian? I don't remember. Nope. Maybe it was Samurai and Dancer, and then Mm-mm. Dancer was Shadowbringer. Was it Shadow? It came out with the bunny people. That's right. Yeah, it came out with the female bunnies. 
Um, might have hmm. just been samurai. It might have just been samurai, but usually I think traditionally it's just Heaven's Ward had three. Did it? It was Astrologian, Dark Knight, and Machinist. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll do three. But they haven't they haven't talked about it and I feel like they're past the point in FanFest to announce it. Um so I don't they know. Kind of suck. Well I guess I wouldn't know what they would put out. Yeah. So. Could always be a patch later though. True. True. I mean the first added class ninja was for Aroma Born, that was a patch. Yeah. Um But yeah, they went back on their word and uh, they were like when uh, Shadowbringers came out and they introduced bunnies and the Hrothgar, the male-only cat. Yeah, I noticed they didn't come up with female cat people. Um, well, they, not cat people, but female werewolf The people. female were-cat people. Um, yeah. Because nobody likes that race. Well, yeah, nobody cares about that race. sounds bad. It's true. Out loud. I mean, it sounds terrible, but... It sounds bad saying it out loud. Let's nobody wants to play that playable game fantasy race. Yeah. Um, sounds better, somehow. But uh, they, when they, when they made those, they were like, you know, this is female only, this is male only, and we have no intention. Uh, we're not doing any more new races for the rest of the game. And they were like, it's a decision we came to, and we're going to stick to it. Well, they didn't stick to it, and their 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 thing was like, you asked a lot, so we did it. And I was like, wow. That's like our government stand on like weed. Like everyone was like, please. And they were like, okay. okay. A little. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, but yeah, now we have bunny boys. So that's a, that's a thing. It was funny. Cause I was, I was messaging you and uh, I think Christian too. Uh, and Matt about the updates as they were coming out the other night. And Matt was like, oh, this game, it just gets, they just they can't do any wrong. It just gets better and better. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, here, they just announced Bunny Boys." And he was like, "I take back everything I just said." <laughs> What's wrong with having a Bunny Boy? <sighs> it wasn't needed. I, I just, Here's the thing: they're so right. all, they're almost indistinguishable from the female bunnies. So I don't. I don't care. I'm not going to be a Bunny Boy. Um, here's the thing: I like when they drop new classes. Problem is, is that uh, everybody's gonna play those classes. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I have a plan. I'm gonna get my my samurai, my my tanks up. Your tanke. My tankes, um, and then I'll do the new classes. I I will want to play sage. I will play sage. Will you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I ha- I'm gonna get my white mage up too. I am. I am. If Christian plays. I will heal more. Probably never playing again, man. Let's be honest. He didn't want to set his hot bar. The hot bar is where it got me. Like, I was all down okay. to try. And then I'm, but ah. I told you how to fix that. But then you were like, you know, but realistically speaking, I haven't played in so long, so it really wouldn't make any difference. To be fair, you're, the way you set up your hot bar is pretty important for a ninja. Because if you do your mood is the wrong way, you're going to end up on like a frog or something. Or a little bunny in your yeah, head. Yeah, you get a bunny in your head. Everybody will be like, why, do, why, why don't you know your boobs set? Because yeah. like, I don't play this game anymore. Maybe you should play the game some more and pick a different class. <sighs> play the other weeb class. Play Samurai. They're, it's a lot of fun. 
it's you, know, you feel so you want to like feel powerful yeah the, the, it takes almost no brain power to use and it's just it's just damage it takes a little bit of brain I have a machinist uh, that I think is a level 80 yeah it takes more brain power to do that than um, samurai I'll tell you that oh yeah you know, all you do with samurai is just kill the thing in front of you like honestly Quickly, like dude, I, I mean i joke about it but like when pe- people are like what do, what does samurai even bring to the table like what's their raid utility i'm like their raid utility is damage son you can hit you can crit hit for like 85k easy easy like just by accident you're just like oh god oh whew, that was 100k i didn't even mean to do like, that like oh, whoops, I, I hit the wrong button and somehow i murdered the thing in front of me viciously oops um <laughs> Well, that kind of segues into what I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, going forward with fourteen, no. What would you want to see added to the game? Um, like I know what I want. I want. Um, well, what do you want? Because I don't even think about this. Well, so I've been from the beginning, and, and I know like there's a lot of people that are just going to go, uh, but like I need some Final Fantasy VII in this game. I, uh-huh. I I get that like Cloud's actual Buster is the level one and two melee limit break. If you want Final Fantasy Seven? Just play Final Fantasy Seven. Look, you know a Sephiroth trial would be amazing. It's not going to happen. So it's not. But I'm bed. just saying, I want it in the game. I want that in the game. I want Cloud's fusion like, sword. Look, look, we don't have a Sephiroth. We have Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Yeah. Without the H, but that's the best you get. No, I need. I think it'd be easily done. I want Cloud's fusion sword. Yuffie stars for the for the dancer. You got Sid's spear for the dragoons. Aerith's pole for the healer for the white mage. Say what I want. I want the obnoxiously long <laughs> Masamune. Yeah. I want the Masamune for my samurai. Why it's just like it's never it's never fully on screen when yeah, you're running. Yeah, no, it's just always off screen. It's always on Hitbox screen. Hitbox is no different. No, no, it does nothing. It's just yeah. it's level one. It's just glam. Yeah, it's just glam. But I want it. I want it to look really dumb when I unsheath it and it just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> I also, as dumb as for those the... of you that can't see me, which is everybody, I did a really long unsheathing motion. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as as in most it, absolutely one hundred percent impossible. Well, I'd say it's eighty percent impossible. <laughs> um, for there to be a Star Wars crossover and give us lightsabers in the game, just as a glam. Look, all I'm saying, Kingdom Hearts is the thing. Um, That's nothing. Did I freeze or did you freeze? You froze, but it's fine. We're we're still going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what would you like to see in the game? No matter how ridiculous or impossible you think it might be. Uh, I mean, I like a keyblade for my Dark Knight. It'd be pretty tight. Um, I don't know. In the realm of possibility, I like another tanking class. Not that I ever play it. I just think. It would be nice to have a fourth one, you know, or a fifth one. It would be a fifth one, yeah. Yeah. What would you um, like it to be, though? 
hammer wielder. Well, like Miro. There's technically hammers for the warrior. Yeah, but there's not enough to to make it. I mean, I know, but I'm not buying that. Listen, if you can have lightsabers, I can have a tanking class okay. that has a hammer because it's more realistic. I mean, yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I don't know. I want more, like, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm a dungeon crawler guy. I just want awesome dungeons and dragons. No. Um, <laughs> there's already dragons in the game. Yeah. Um, no, I just want cool dungeons. I kind of don't want to go to the moon, but that's already a thing. That's I have mixed be... feelings about the moon. Oh we don't I mean like I feel like they took the fashion. Do you know like the, the, the picture? You know like how they have all like the pictures with the Final Fantasy thing? It's like a it's like a Star Destroyer. Yeah, it's literally a Star Destroyer going to yeah, the it's moon. like, all right, we're just ripping off all kinds of things yeah. with this. That's why I was like, give me lightsabers, we're in space. This isn't a stretch. They might have a laser sword. Yeah, that's fine. Not that's call fine. Call it whatever you want, but give me a freaking lightsaber. Maybe, maybe. We're already going to the moon. Going so, to the like, moon, why not? Like, by the way, if you if you pre-order it on uh, the PlayStation Store, it says it's the climax of the Hydaelyn and Zodiac story. Yeah. So oh, uh, that doesn't mean Final Fantasy fourteen is ending. It just means that story is ending. Yeah, I think we briefly talked about that before because right, if i ever have to deal with another ascian again i'm like yeah, yeah no i uh that's what we we were talking about that um a few months ago i think actually or maybe just a month ago about uh whether or not this was the end of 14 or not it's not and it's it's not like it's they're not. gonna continue 14 they're just gonna do a whole new story after this is over you probably keep your, you probably keep your character but it's not the end of yeah 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 um, anyway, Christian, you should say words. What 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 do you want? What, to be what would like I de- like? What what's gonna bring you back to the game, man? What do they need to add? Is bar being already set up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean a button like, that so, just oh, there you go. The only complaint I've ever had about Final Fantasy fourteen. It's the same thing with all MMOs. Uh, it's just. In order to be any sort of like powerhouse of a character, like you, there's just so much time devotion needed to the game. And so, I mean, like, I think what I want, no, you only need to put like 1800 hours. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And like, I feel like what I would request them add, they kind of already have, you just have to pay for it. And you know, it's like, you know, if you're, if you fall behind, you can go on the mock station and buy, you know, the character instant level ups and the, yeah. Yeah. Believe me, I, I I'm I've I'm currently thinking about um, waiting for the expansion to drop and then buying a level eighty. Um, uh, what was it? Tome. Yeah, well, a level eighty tome, but I can't remember the class that I was like literally just thinking of the other. Oh, monk. Mm-hmm. Like I really want to play monk. You know, monk, Christian. You remember when you were playing monk and. The- <laughs> was like you got to have this move on and you're like i don't have that unlocked and then you realize you, had to you do hadn't all the class done quests. any of your class quests <laughs> oh, i was getting so mad too and he was like why the hell do all these people keep Every saying that i have these moves something people are yelling at me that i'm not doing these specific moves i'm getting so tired this is bull. and then and then you got out and you were like oh i haven't <laughs> done like 30 levels worth of story quests for my like- character like six moves locked. 
Yeah, and like all the like highest like damage output yeah. ones too. Just remember you did all of them and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm doing damage now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Just just played the funny. game with like both hands tied behind your back. Well yep. and one foot just gimped. Yeah. Anyway, oh. hey Christian. Hey. How about you give us a Metacritic update? Okay. Because I seem to be doing really poorly in this division, and being the Oscar winner, I'm upset about this, and I call shenanigans, and I'm being snubbed. Uh, you're not really that far behind. Uh, no, I'm just... What? Go ahead. I'm, I was just being an idiot. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, as you all may recall, in episode three, we gave our predictions for what Metacritic scores the movies, video games releasing in 2021 would get. Uh, and so it's time for an update. The so the Metacritic score, Metacritic score system that we set up was if you were within ten of the score uh, that it rece- a game or movie received um, within a week of launch, uh, you get a point. If you're within five of the score, you get two points. If you're within three of the score, you get three points. And if you got it right on the money, you get four points. Um, so the last title that we kind of visited on last week's episode was Pokemon Snap. Oh, snap. And a kind of running total with that added in, Tim, you are at 10 points total. Ooh. Cody, you're at 11. Mm-hmm. And I am at 15. Yeah. Great. Uh, and so the uh, I think the only thing that we actually have to add right now, since it's a, a week post-launch, is Resident Evil Village. Uh, that released on April 30th of 2021. Um, and actually, it hasn't changed since we gave the, the update last last weekend. Uh, when Cody and I were chatting about it, I went ahead and just said like, "Oh, it's currently sitting at an 84." And yeah. a week later, it's still sitting at an 84. So it it remained pretty consistent. Uh, and so our guesses that we had at the beginning of the year, Tim, you had 88, Cody, you had 85, and I had 81. And so adding our points up, uh, we were all within that. Was it ugh, within three of the score? You get three points. Which is cool. Uh, I ended up on the. I gotta. I gotta. Tim's, I gotta be on Tim's within four. Yeah, I'm within four. Did I add that wrong? Yeah. You are within four. So I can only get two. I'm gonna change. You know, because I'm forever the optimist here, and I just want the best for all these games and movies. And you guys are just lowballing everything. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for pointing that out. Uh, so yeah, with the with that being said, then Tim, you were at a total of twelve points. Mm. Cody, you're at a total of 14. Dozen. <laughs> Cody, you're at a total of 14, and I am at 18. Yep. Running away with it. Pretty sure you Russia's guys... interfering. <laughs> you guys are like one like on the money pick away from catching up, though. Not really. We're we're only one on the money pick, and one you completely bombing it pick away. Mm. Like yeah. you have to pick something outside of ten points, and we have to get something on the money. Yeah, with Ratchet and Clank, up. maybe. I was gonna say, like, if Ratchet and Clank gets like a mid eighties, I'm screwed because I gave it a ninety five. Yeah, on Ratchet and Clank is a mid eighty. We're all screwed because I think we all were in the nineties. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Ratchet and Clank, uh, that is going to be the next uh, up and coming one, uh, uh, leading us into the summer months, uh, where there's going to be quite a bit of movies and games dropping that were all on our Metacritic predictions at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So we'll have plenty to talk about coming up in the f- next few months. 
Um, uh, with movies and games. We'll have A Quiet Place 2. That comes out yes. May 28th. On my birthday. On Tim's birthday. My birthday. So that's exciting. Um, yes. We'll finally actually have a movie. Yeah, except for, that, no, we had Godzilla no, no, we had, Yeah, you're right. You're right. We did. Uh, I was going to say the same thing. Well, we're second movie, though, finally. Yeah. Things are actually going to start coming out yeah. now. Because, you know, vaccinations. Anyway, I have a question for you guys real quick. I know we haven't talked about it, but I'm just kind of curious. Other than Ratchet and Clank, because I know this is your favorite game of all time in the history of everything in the world, Christian. Um, what game are you really looking forward to because there's a bunch coming out in the next like six months like what's the what's the big one that you're like i will devote my life to this i feel like you took his answer Joe, do you want to go um <laughs> i just i just i knew because i knew christian's gonna say ratchet and clank because he's been talking about it since this podcast started so i just wanted a different answer you're not gonna get one um if i had to pick anything it's probably remake integrated you can play the game over again probably um dude i i, I absolutely it? loved it. it huh you get the platinum no oh, okay. no i'm i think three quarters of the way through one hard mode okay but uh it's really hard yeah um but I, I, I'll, I'll probably play through it again once. Um, I think I'll do the DLC stuff first, but then I'll, I'll probably go back and play the whole game on the, the PS5 upgrades. Um, but I, I mean, it's the same for me. Seven for me is what Ratchet and Clank is for Christian. So. True. True. Um, true. Trying to think, cause like I really, honestly, don't think anything massive. It doesn't have to be anything massive, but just something you're really... No, 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 like massive for me. This is for me. I mean, Endwalker doesn't come out until November, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, outside of that, like... Unless they're just like, oh, here's a crazy awesome Star Wars game out of nowhere. Like, I... I don't... Well, as a matter of fact... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny like you it. mentioned that. It's Jedi Fallen Order 2. It's coming out in like two weeks. I'd lose my mind. Um, I did, I don't know how true it is. I heard that they revived, um, Star Wars, what was it, 1313? Oh, okay. Apparently they revived that, um, and are bringing it back, but I don't think it's the same studio making it. I think it's Lucas Games or whatever making it now. So. Christian, what about you? If you want, if you want to say Ratchet and Clank, that's fine. I just was, I know, I know that was going to be your answer, so no. No, you're good. Um, I was honestly trying to like refresh myself on like what all was coming out over like the next few months games wise, because I know there's a ton of movies coming out, mm-hmm. but I kind of drew a blank apart from, you know, now that Resident Evil is out, Ratchet and Clank's out at the beginning of June. But I guess over the next few months, there's the Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. That's oh, coming yeah, that's out. Right. Scar- well, uh, and that's in before, June. Before you read the list, let me oh, say mine, because you're probably going to say mine because mine okay. comes out in the month. Mine's Biomutant. I you see and again this is the game that I keep like like I have it pre-ordered on my console like I, yeah. I, I it, it's set up for auto download and I'm super excited about it. for whatever reason it keeps slipping my mind yeah it comes so, on the 25th and I'm super excited about it it looks fun I still haven't pre-ordered it I need to 
Yeah, no, it's it's set up for auto download on my PS5 right now, and it yeah, it comes out in like a week and a half. Yep. Anyway, go yeah. ahead with your list. <laughs> um, I won't run through like all of them. Not that there's yeah. like a ton anyway, but like there's a uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Biomutants actually, you know, before that, um, yeah. uh, Scarlet Nexus, Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance. Um. Try to see if there's any other notes, uh, ones of note that I'm forgetting about. Um, Far Cry Six doesn't come out till this fall. Back for Blood got pushed back till this fall. Uh, oh, did it? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got pushed from June to I think like. I think the the beta October. got hit really hard with negative reviews. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and then Deathloop comes out and like. Oh wait, no, that got pushed back too because that was going to come out at the end of May and it got pushed to September. I constantly forget about Deathloop. Deathloop's that game. I guess it's another like roguelite where I'm like, I kind of want to play this, but I also don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, kind of like Returnal, but you know, Returnal apparently, you know, I have to wait to my next paycheck to get it. Like, apparently, is really good though. It is. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Like, it, it's an indie game that just kind of like, like I mean, I, I'm not gonna say like it snuck up, but like I mean, like I didn't expect it to be what it, how good it, as good as it is. Like, if you liked like, especially like if you played the Metroid Prime games. Yeah, um, it's it's very similar uh, in like the tone and environment. Like it's it's really cool. Um, but to be a little bit different, because um, in all honesty, if I'm if I'm not saying Ratchet and Clank, which is the obvious choice, uh, Biomune probably would have been my pick. But to be different, I'm gonna say um, the Dungeons and Dragons game. I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah, I know that we were all looking at that. Yeah, really. Maybe considering getting that one as well. I don't know, honestly forgotten about it until you said it right there. Oh, I've got it pre-ordered. Oh, my yeah, God. I've also got it pre-ordered. <clears throat> well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got time. Games are expensive, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's all they get it. Um, well, that's cool. I was just curious because I, I I saw Biomutant today and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. And then I watched more trailer footage of it and I was like. Yeah, I'm gonna invest a lot of time and energy into this game unless it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I feel like oh, it's I either just... gonna blow everyone away or it's yeah. just gonna be like, oh, why did we? I agree. Like, there, like there's only it's either gonna be the greatest game of all time or terrible. Yeah. And I'm leaning more towards the the first answer, but we'll see. Yeah. Um Anyway, could you want to talk about Resident Evil? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I yeah, think last briefly. weekend when we talked a bit, uh, we uh, Cody, you were only about like an hour into it, but you've gotten quite a ways in. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert for ahead, of course. But what do you think? Um, yeah, definitely spoiler alert. Um, I'm at the what I assume is the last part of the game. Um, Ethan has died, and I'm playing. So to start off, there's there's four like I guess bosses in the game, right? I think there's technically five. Um, so there's four like underbosses, and then there's like the main guy yeah. at the end. Um, and I've taken out the four underbosses. I guess that's a good way of putting it. Um, the uh, the big vampire lady being the first one. Okay. Um, you mean the one that the internet's in love with? Yeah, the one that the universe like unanimously simped on. Um, <laughs> hard. Hard. Uh, yeah, like I briefly mentioned before we jumped on here, um, I think it's pretty on par with Resident Evil games being like, um, the boss fights aren't ever particularly difficult. 
Like there's, it usually gives you a bunch of ammo and like, even during the fight, there's ammo. Um, and it's very straightforward. Like, yeah, you just kind of have to shoot the eyeball and then like when it prompts you like jump up and stab it or shoot it with a rocket launcher or something like it's, it's usually pretty straightforward and not really like too challenging, but not like so under challenging that it's not fun. Um, but like, I feel like they're all traditionally like the time in between boss fights is really challenging. Like it's all the puzzles exploring. Uh, I think a lot of the normal enemies are more challenging than some of the bosses are, uh, as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, you get to the boss, and it's just, like, the boss is just uh, a device to move the plot forward. Okay. Yeah, uh, so I watched you play through a little bit of the, I guess it's the second boss, the doll mm-hmm. area. Um, oh. And I was kind of surprised, because you, I mean, not only was that, you know, place, obviously, in my, at least in my opinion, uh, as I'm sure yours, the most horrifying part of that game. It was awful. Um, but the the way the boss fight unfolded, um, it was pretty, like like unchallenging and then you ran into that i guess like side boss thereafter where you had to go back and collect that headstone mm-hmm. uh in order to collect that chalice and i thought that it looked like that boss fight which is just like some random yeah. extra thing was more challenging than the main boss fight uh, i've run into one other uh of that that enemy uh so far and yeah they there are just enemies that are just more difficult to fight than bosses and it's usually just to get like a piece of really valuable treasure or something or a gun upgrade Uh, so i was looking at something the other day on social media and it was kind of a rundown of all the playthrough timelines and how long each game takes to like actually beat Mm -hmm. and i was kind of surprised i don't of course i've never really kept up with the series as a whole but it kind of looks like the average uh time to beat a game is in like the team hours like 10 hours to like 20 hours yeah time frame and it said that uh resident evil village is in about like 10 to 12 ballpark would you agree with that yeah yeah i think so yeah um tell a story about how 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 you can uh essentially like reattach limbs because that's funny <laughs> yeah i don't i didn't play seven so i don't know if the uh healing salves uh, is a thing in that game as well. Obviously, it's the same character. I do know that your left hand gets severed in seven, and like I think they just sew it back on, which Ooh. isn't impossible even in today's medical standards. Like, yeah, I know if you lose like certain appendages and stuff, they can sew them back on with enough time. Yeah. Um, but in eight, there's a point where your like arm gets sliced in half or it's like severed below the wrist um and you you're just left with a nub and then you have to run around while you're being chased uh and then you like you have to like grab your hand off the lever you were trying to pull and then run away and then you just pour this liquid onto your wrist and torn jacket and then take the cut off wrist and jacket and just place it back where it goes, and it just reattaches. Wild. I mean, like, there, there's a point where um, the creepy sisters, um, they put hooks through your hands, like from the back, and that pokes out the front, um, and they hang you from the ceiling. 
and to get out instead of like you know because you're swinging you can't like pull the hook out of your hand he just pull down and it just pulls up and through your hand uh, for both of them and then you just pull uh, that liquid on and they just they they close right up interesting some advanced healing tactics they have there yep hmm. So at the point you are right now, Cody, you said you've beaten the four, I guess we'll call them underbosses then, and you haven't beat the last one. Uh, at this point in the game, how would you put it on par with the rest of the franchise? Uh, the ones that I've played, it's uh, it's definitely on par. It's really good. I think it's better than Resident Evil 6. Um, but I think Resident Evil 6 is like unanimously one of the least enjoyed games. Right. So, like, at this point, before this game came out, Resident Evil 4 was probably the most beloved one, right? It still for is. Fans of the, it still you know. is. It's still and my favorite. this one took a lot of hints and nods from that to, like, especially with, like, the inventory and the way things are set up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, you have an attache? Yeah, it's a it's a first-person Resident Evil 4 game. That's what it feels like. Because um, you do have an attache and um, uh, inventory management system like that. Um. You upgrade the attaché, you buy weapons, upgrade them the same way you did in 4. Um, there's a merchant the way there was in 4. Um, there's even a point where what the... What are you buying? Yeah, so there, there's a point. Uh, the merchant is like this massive Jabba the Hutt dude. Um, He's a Wusa. And uh, there's a point where you go into the menu uh, to look at things to buy and in the background he's like hey, what are you buying and he's like i'm sorry <laughs> an old friend of mine used to do things that way Not nice and i was like oh hey they they acknowledged that they took a lot from four thank you yeah uh so it's it's uh the the way the puzzles play and the way like the the game is laid out it's very very resident evil 4 yeah. which mm-hmm. I love. So I think I will probably hate it. This is easily top five for me. Uh, or at least maybe, maybe top three to be <laughs> fair, since there's only eight. Well, there's way more than eight, but I don't, I only count the core games. Um, so you're saying in the top three, you're talking about your favorite games of all time or just no, 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 favorite Resident Evil games. Oh, okay. Like I think four is my my all time favorite, um, and then I think two is right beneath that, and then eight. Okay. And so going into this one, I know you kind of skipped on seven just because you're not a fan, huge fan of the horror elements that yeah. a lot of. Um, From what know, I understand, kind of... that um, what you saw with me, the like horror for the sake of horror part, mm-hmm. where they like took my weapons and it was just hallways and twitching dolls and the giant mm-hmm. massive baby creature yeah in the dark um from what i understand what i saw that's what a lot of seven was it was jump scares and like horror for the sake of horror huh. um i'm sure I, I i'm pretty sure there were weapons in that game i don't know how it handled them uh I, I never cared enough to look into it at, from what I saw. Like I played the demo and I was like, I hate this. So after you get past that second underboss, then with the doll mansion or whatever, oh, it goes um, back to being of... a, it goes back to being a cakewalk. Interesting. Hmm. Like the uh, the the boss after that is like um, creepy, like sewer 
water monster thing and he was he was pretty easy he wasn't terrifying um and then the one after that um wasn't really scary it was more just tough enemies mm-hmm. hmm. so i guess the question is is i know that one area kind of freaked you out as it did me but was was that the right amount of horror for you that you'd appreciate in the game or is that still too much oh that's way too much <laughs> the right amount is what everything else in this game has just like the dark overtones dark and overtones you know the occasional freaking. like jump scare of like a zombie popping out of somewhere or like you know the dark hallways followed by like you know some like werewolf creature or whatever popping out like that's fine um but the you don't have any way to defend yourself in this dark creepy house as a bunch of dolls start seizing and like laughing and singing creepy little songs and then you're being chased by uh like a ghost and you know a puppet and then a massive demented baby creature like i'm good So going forward from this, do you think that they'll routinely have more horror elements in their games, even if it's just like in this one where it was just like a section of the game was kind of very heavily horror-leaning? Well, I can't speak for Capcom, but um, from what I understand, just from my own experience and you know reading Reddit threads and stuff, is that uh, 7, a lot of people did love 7. It definitely has a big fan base. Do you think it was a majority of the Resident Evil fan base? No. I think it was horror fans. Mm -hmm. uh, Because they also had the game in VR, and it was terrifying, from what I understand. Like, the game is a terrifying game. But I think a lot of the core fans didn't like it because it was such a leap from traditional Resident Evil. Like, you played 6 with me a little bit. Yeah, and, and see, that's kind of, when we played 6, that's what my mental, like, when I think of Resident Evil, that's what I think of, because yeah. I played 5. Um, and that's 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 fair. That's that's pretty close to what traditional Resident Evil is. And they went hard left out of huh. nowhere, and were like, hey, guess what? You know how you enjoy these third-person games, and we just introduced, like, moving and shooting, and started improving on things and you can actually dodge and all this good stuff. Well, now you're in first person and you can't do any of that. Huh. <clears throat> also, uh, there's no zombies. It's just a creepy, um, like Hick family in Louisiana. And they, uh, they're all infected with the uh, creepy, like zombie moss. So the people that were like crawling out of the ground from when I, the bit I watched, those aren't like zombies. No, those, those are, just are zombies. Like... They're, they're just oh, okay. like, it's not, it's sort of like in four where like there were zombies, but they were essentially infected with parasites. Huh. Whereas these things are infected with um, like parasitic moss. Huh. Which is giving them weird powers and stuff. So uh, you mentioned earlier, again, spoilers, but after you beat the fourth underboss, you want to go and say what happens? Oh, yeah. Uh, The main chick, uh, Mother Miranda, shows up. Um, Well, I guess right before that fight, right before the last boss fight, you run into Chris Redfield, and um, he explains that uh, 
the wife that he that you saw get shot in the beginning of the game was not your wife. It was actually Mother Miranda um, mimicking your wife in order to steal your baby. And they thought they killed her, uh, but she was faking death. Um, apparently she had the ability to revive herself. Um, and so they put her corpse, Ethan, and their child in one van, and Chris and you know got into another, and there was like a convoy. And then sort of like in Iron Man, the first movie, like the convoy gets hit and they get split up, but the convoy getting hit was Mother Miranda waking up out of her death and killing everyone and taking the baby. Um, So he explains all that to you. And then um, you guys sort of like agree to team up and like, he's going to go lay charges throughout like the facility you're in at the time to blow it up. Uh, And he's like fixing up a tank basically that's made out of metal that like the last boss can't control because he's basically Magneto. Um, and so you literally drive a tank around and go to the last boss fight with a tank. Um, and then like he, like the, like third phase or whatever, he takes the tank from you. Like he hits the tank away from you. Um, and you're on foot. Go through all that. You kill him. Mother Miranda shows up and starts like going back and forth between her normal form and the form of Ethan's wife. Um, and then she like, like basically shoves her hand through your chest and then rips out your heart and just squishes it. So you're effectively (laughs) dead at that point, actual dead. Yeah, no, he's for real dead. No, no magic liquid is going to bring him back. Um, and so from there where I'm at now, uh, it goes to you're playing as Chris Redfield. So do you think he'll be the main character moving forward into the next game? Yeah. I mean, I know you've finished it all the way up. Uh, I, I don't know. I really don't know. It depends on how this ends. Um, I don't know if they'll just revive Ethan somehow, some stupid so, magic way, or or if it'll be what? Yeah, I really don't know. Question on that. Down. Not, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. This thing, I give him a phoenix down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, question on the Mother Miranda thing. So, like, I know she, you were saying she, in that fight, she switched back and forth between her regular form and the form of the, you know, where she takes on the look of the wife. <coughs> did he actually, like, have a baby with Mother Miranda? Or yeah. at some point did Mother Miranda come and kill his wife? I, that's that's what I'm unclear about. Um, okay. I know that they didn't have the baby together. Like, he had the baby with Mia. Um, and at some point, Mother Miranda took over Mia's life. And I don't know if it... I don't know what happened there. I don't know if she kidnapped Mia and took her spot or if she killed Mia and took her spot. I'm sure that'll be revealed at some point. Uh, If it's not, I'm just going to assume she killed her. Or, like, she actually died in Seven and you didn't actually save her. It was Mother Miranda. Interesting. Um... Yeah. So unless they've actually, unless unless it's something I missed, which is very possible. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I couldn't give you a solid answer on that. I'd be interested to see where it ends. Then you know, yeah. see if they bring back Ethan. See if Chris is just the main character going forward, or what. So with the collector's edition of the game, who was the statue of? Chris. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe. 
I honestly thought he was going to end up being a bad guy. Like he was going to be a, like one of the werewolves or something. That's kind of where my mind went. So, because mm. they leaned heavily into like the artwork and marketing for the game with like the split face of the was it Ethan or Chris, and then like the Chris. other half of the frame was a werewolf. Yeah, you never see Ethan's face. Yeah. So, hmm, weird. So I don't know. Um, you guys have any final thoughts? Yeah, I do. Um, I think you guys did a good job last week, but I wasn't here. But I noticed that you guys didn't end on a random thought. Didn't have one. <laughs> uh, well, I don't have a random thought either, but I have a random story, and I'm going to share it right now. Okay. Do it. So uh, It kind of ties in a little bit because it happened near a movie theater. But <laughs> uh, I went to ye old movie house that I refer to occasionally, and I was talking to one of the associates there. Uh, and we were outside um, in the parking lot because I was getting ready to leave. <clears throat> and we're just having a conversation, chitting some chat. Uh, and this dude came out of like the bushes. I swear he came out of bushes. I don't know where he came from. The only thing in his direction was bushes. Um, and he like walked around a car and like, so imagine like there's like a car. And then, like, there's the row of parking, right? So, you yeah. know, like, how it's, like, split. Like, they have a front spot and a back spot, right? Yeah. So, the cars in the back spot, me and the person I'm talking to, are next to our cars, which are in the front spots. So, and there's, like, three rows between us and the car that this dude's walking around. And he walks around the back of the car and, like, walks all the way up t- towards us. Like, he's going to just join our conversation. Looks up at us sees that we're just standing there staring at him because this random person is just walking towards us. We don't know this person. I verified afterwards that we do not know this person. <laughs> just a random homeless guy? <laughs> um, no, he wasn't homeless. He was wearing like well, he might have been homeless. I don't know. I don't wanna I don't want to judge homeless people, but he, he didn't look homeless. Uh and then he like so he, he looks up from his phone, sees us, backs up to the car, right? And then he just kind of stares at us and we're like, Hey, and he's like, Hey, it looks like you guys are about to talk about nothing. <laughs> and we're like, <clears throat> sorry. He's like, it looks like you're about to have a conversation about nothing. And like, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you're going to have a conversation about nothing important. Right. And I was like, I mean, we were talking about work and he went, Oh, how is work? And, uh, we were like, it's good. And he was like, okay so you don't want to talk and we're like we were having a conversation with us he went oh okay and then like just turn around and left and then as he was walking away just went thanks for having me in your conversation and then and then just left did he go back into the bushes no he went around the corner you know you you probably know what i'm talking about like around the corner towards the front of the the theater and yeah, that that's that's the end of the story. There's really no real punchline or conclusion to it, other than some crazy person really just walked up to me and the person I was talking to and said, "We looked like we were going to have a conversation about nothing." This guy must and, have been uh, on something. Like either he was like on meth or drunk or something. Ah, uh, don't know. It it, it it weirds me out to this day because like, how do you walk up to somebody and be like, like, <laughs> uh, what would you do if I? Well, I mean, it'd be different because I know you guys, but like. 
you think you can just walk up to somebody and be like, it looks like you're going to have a conversation about nothing. I mean, I think just walking up to anybody and asserting yourself into a conversation with random people is weird anyway. Yeah. yeah. Just un- uh, not even including then, the rest of the world. But then you yeah. add, like, coming out of he the bushes. He was, like, you know, kind of young, too. He was maybe in his 20s. Wasn't, like, some old random hobo dude. You know what I mean? Like, he looked like just a dude in his 20s that was just walking along. You know, like I said, I don't know where he came from. But, like, he came from an area where, like, you can't like drive there right <laughs> so yeah i just wanted to share that because it was weird and random and that's what the end of the show is for is weird randomness all right well you ever just uh hide in the bushes and insert yourself into people's conversations it's gonna be my tag i don't i really don't want to talk to people but yeah you should just call you should call this episode it looks like you're having a conversation. Your conversation about nothing. That's what you should do. Yeah. Name is no, that's, I'm going to, the episode title is a conversation about nothing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, uh, I'm going to wing the outro cause I don't have it in front of me. Um, thanks for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this, please, uh, be sure to leave a comment, like share, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we could use all the help we can get in that department. Um, share it with your friends. Um, we don't really do anything on Twitch anymore. Not that we, we have might, at the moment. We might. I actually might start like replaying the campaign of Final Fantasy fourteen. Whatever, I'll Twitch it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, okay. We might do some things on Twitch. Uh, I was actually going to. I actually meant to talk to you off podcast. Okay. Whatever. I'm, I'm ruining your outro. No, you're fine. Content um, coming soon to Twitch. Yeah, content coming soon, maybe to Twitch. Um, be on the lookout for just random videos here and there. Uh, like I said, things things are kind of slow right now because of life. Um, but hopefully Tim and Christian will be able to record some stuff on their own. Um, uh, visit our website, skoentertainment.net. Uh, that's where you'll find all of the uh, mostly up-to-date Metacritic stuff. Um as well as uh, info on what we've got going on. Um, that's sort of our, our, our hub, if you will. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. And um, tune in next time, because uh, even on the best of days, we all need some kind of entertainment. Bye. Bye.